1: Now, did you want to chat some Marlon Samuels found guilty of breaching anti-corruption code? Um, I mean, it's not overly positive. Do you want me to read you the story and you can react to it? Yeah, go on then. 42-year-old who was charged by the ICC in September 2021 was found guilty of four offences after exercising his right to a hearing before an independent anti-corruption tribunal. Samuels was charged with failing to disclose the receipt of payments or gifts and failing to cooperate with the investigation and concealing information. The charges relates to the 2019 Abu Dhabi T10. He was a member of the Karnataka Tuskers squad. Did I get that right? It was a You're a big off. fan of the team? <laughs> You're massive. <Yeah. laughs> um, that's the hat I'm wearing, actually. That's the Tuskers. <laughs> but didn't play a match in the tournament. Um, he's been done for cricket corruption. Um, was, he, was he taking gifts to give... Stuff on pitches? So this is, what was, do you know actually I mean, you
0: know the story? No, but what I do know is how common this is. This mm-hmm. is everywhere. And we're talking, you know, hundreds of millions of dollars. Think about the women's big bash, for example, in Australia. Or women's uh, domestic league for New South Wales versus Victoria. There is hundreds of millions of dollars bet every year, particularly in India, on these matches. Really? So when we're talking corruption in cricket, we are talking some of the highest levels of corruption in world sport. And they wow. approached the most vulnerable players, and Marlon Samuels, the man who's throwing cricket bats on the field, he's on the junket tour, not playing even. You know, he is the perfect candidate for something like that. So, look, the failing to disclose, people might think, oh, well, how, you know, innocuous, how, you know, how simple could it be? The, the reason that these penalties are harsh, there were stories last year of people in domestic cricket in Australia placing a dollar fifty bet as part of a you know a WhatsApp group they're part of a punters club and they get a 2 year ban the reason is so that there is zero faith lost in the integrity of the sport and and that is just like drug cheats that is mm. you know that's the level that they go to so disappointing that Marlon Samuels has been found guilty but I'm not surprised put you it that way now
1: were you ever approached coach did anybody ever Come and knock on your door and say. I've been approached
0: hundreds of times via DM, put it that way, on tell us a team, what's the pitch like, wow. you know, things like that. Particularly when I was in a national cricket sort of 10, 15 years ago. Yeah. But, you know, even in recent times, you know, even when now I'm a commentator at venues, people are after inside information that's
1: not yet public. They're so, not asking you who's measuring out their run-ups, are they? <laughs> <laughs> because I'm so sick of hearing about that. Oh, then, he's measured. He's he's in the team. He's measuring. Because remember the, the Bison did it. Yeah, yeah, Mitch Marsh did it, which was great when he wasn't yeah. actually playing. Um, and you talk about targets, uh, people who they would go after because they're. I mean, you, you use the example that it's because he threw his cricket pat, uh, cricket bat. He, is it because he's hot headed? Uh, he's.
0: It's more just how he's presented across his
1: okay. career as being a laid back dude, right? Um, and so, how often do you think Sock has been approached? <laughs>
0: I knew that was going somewhere. I didn't place it as sock, but no, I'd say a lot. A lot. Yeah. yeah. I'd, I'd um, so, I'd say and so. you could argue rightly so, but um, <laughs> look, I would say that the target comes from, um, you know, not just the person, but also where they are in their career. Got ya. You know, can they exploit someone financially that might be, you know, on their last contract, for example, Hey, we'll give you this as, you know, your one last payment, you know, all you got to do is buy one no ball.
1: You know wow. how innocuous, but that you know, I'm th- no, you, you, I've you, mate, you've opened my eyes. <laughs> I didn't know this sort of stuff was going on. And uh,
0: long may this sort of ban continue. Yes, I, if this stuff is still going on, it needs to be stamped out so
1: more of it absolutely now south africa they've named a team for the australia matches um they've included a precocious batting talent dewald Bre- brevis am i saying that right brevis yeah now they're saying he's a he's a bit of a once in a in a generation player they they've named him mini uh, ab yeah baby ab um he the last under 19s world cup he i'm pretty sure he was the top run scorer by about 200 runs and i've got a feeling he was the top wicket taker um, oh, there you go. Yeah.
0: He's been uh, at the IPL already yes. for the Mumbai Indians. Yeah. He's a guy that's played a lot with a few of the Australian players. And talking to the coaching staff that have had him in their, uh, either in their team or seen him play, I mean, this guy is the next superstar of um, particularly T20 cricket, but it could be all forms like A.B. De Villiers did. So, yeah, it's exciting. And South Africa, at their best, I think can can make some noise at the elite level in the World Cup. Um, but I think Australia should be too good in this sense with some of the names. you know, A, a lot of people aren't maybe familiar with guys like Josh Inglis, Matt Short uh, yet at the international level, but these guys are now playing all around the world mm. in all the competitions, Matt Short in particular. Uh, we're looking at genuine replacement level players for Aaron Finch who's just retired. You know, M- Mitch Marsh's captain I think is one of the best players in the world right now. So, Absolutely.
1: And how do you think? he'll go as captain. Like, what sort of captain will he be? Are we looking like an Alan Border type captain? No. <laughs> or are the complete we... <laughs> opposite. So who is – because he's – you know, we all seem quite jovial, a lot of fun. Is there a captain that was like that, that he – I mean, Ricky Ponting wasn't like that, Steve Waugh wasn't – they're normally quite surly, grumpy people.
0: Yeah, well, I would say he's actually a lot like the methodology of yep. Pat Cummins. Oh, in... there you go. He's a player that people gravitate towards. He's a humorous guy. He's been captain of WA – in all formats, mm. since he was about 21. Yeah, right. He's been playing much like his brother, Sean, since he was 18, so or even younger. So this, the reason I thought before he was named T20 captain that he would be in the frame is I think he's our best player in the format now, which is saying something, I think, to a lot of people. We need to wake up to the fact that he's going to bat at number three, bowl some important overs, but he's the most destructive T20 batter you know, of the top, say, four or five in the world when he's going. So I'm excited about where this team's going.
1: What a turnaround for him because currently in all three formats, he's one of our best cricketers. Uh, We saw what he did in that test series, you know, and there has been many players that have been more maligned than him in the last 10 years of cricket. Yeah. I mean, And he talked about it. He does. The the whole country hated him. And now he's the captain of the T20 side. You think
0: about the 2019 Ashes, the test docker that came out with him Famously, you know, playing, he DJ. was the DJ in the change room. Yeah. And, you know, and after he scores the test 100 on return this time around, he's like, Well, you know what? I'm the only ever Australian on holiday to score a yeah, test 100. Very, <laughs> you know, very likable. That's how he carries himself. He's one of the great teammates. Uh, and you know what? I'm, I'm excited for this next phase of Australian cricket because of that. Players like Mitch Marsh. They exude enthusiasm, have a good time, play like Australians play sport in general, not just cricket. So I'm excited for that.
1: Now, obviously, as we mentioned at the top of the show, we're about seven weeks away from this World Cup in India, which is – it's the home of cricket now. It's going to be massive. It will be packed stadiums for every single game. Uh, Cricket cricketers not being able to move when they're trying to move down the street. It's going to be absolute mayhem. And it's the time when they all start naming their ODI squads for the 50 overs format. The Australians have named a squad as well to take on South Africa. They play them in five ODIs um, starting on September 7th. Is there anything that stands out in this squad? I mean, it's, to be honest, yeah, who you got?
0: Well, uh, Nathan Ellis, who started to, uh, he's dominated the Big Bash for a long time now. He's played for Australia in T20 and 50 over formats. But I don't think everyone who's listening now, for example, would know who he is. I think he's right there alongside Sean Abbott as the next bowlers in after our big three that we've known for so long, Stark, Cummins, Hazelwood. Mm -hmm. So they are – Nathan Ellis' death bowling is his wheelhouse and it's a skill set in India, which is essential. So I think he's going to be there right at the thick of it when it comes to picking our final squad. The other two, Aaron Hardy, Tanvir Sanger. Aaron Hardy very much in the Cameron Green, Mitch Marsh mould, Western Australian, big strapping lad all-rounder. Uh, He's an exciting prospect for the long term. And Tanvir Sanger, young leg spinner. He's played for the Sydney Thunder uh, and also New South Wales. I've played with him quite a bit. Um, He's a kid that just doesn't take a backward step, much like Adam Zampa. So, I mean, could we go dual leg spinners in our best team? Uh, It would be at the expense of someone like Ashton Agar probably. But, man, I'm, I'm excited about where he's going. And, you know, we think about Todd Murphy, how exciting that's been in a test sense.
1: And We've so got some and, young players been. And ODIs in India, there's every chance you'll roll out two spinners? Definitely. Yeah.
0: Definitely. I think our best team makeup will be all rounders, two quicks, and two spinners. So we'll bat deep. Yep. Um, but we'll also have two spin options and probably someone like, you know, whether it's Glenn Maxwell or or that type of player in your top six or seven that we'll be able to bowl five overs if need be, or the conditions really suit. So you'd be rolling out Cameron
1: Green and Mitch Marsh in the one oh, side? I'm, to- or is I'm taking
0: Stoinis probably as your preferred all-rounder alongside Glenn Maxwell. It's just... Oh, geez, it's, what about? We've got a
1: lot... It's of, a crunch. Oh, it is a crunch to see who gets amazing. in this
0: team. This, this tour against South Africa is hell for leather places Trial. in that team. It, it, make no mistake, we go into that World Cup with a team that's going to have guys sitting out that are up there
1: with the best players in the world in white ball cricket. Very, very exciting. Now, at the same time, um, the English, as we mentioned earlier, they've named their ODI squad to take on New Zealand, which is very exciting. Obviously, that was the result in the 2019 final. So they're playing them. Uh, it starts very soon. I don't have the date here. It's in the next couple of weeks. Um, the big one, as we mentioned, Ben Stokes back in. But the other interesting one is Moeen Ali. Um, had he yeah. only retired from Test Cricket? or was Yes. It- so he was still in the ODI squads? Yeah, and to chase so he went the franchise stakes. cricket
0: around the world. Oh, yeah. And, he, you know, he's getting paid big bucks to play uh, with Chennai, for example, in the IPL. Um, and that runs concurrently with the English domestic season. So that's why he couldn't play, or a lot of the English players aren't at the forefront of the draft in the IPL. Um, but, yeah, so he he comes into that team, Ben Stokes. Um, yeah, it's it's a tough one. That's a really... Good side that are now the World Cup holders, obviously, um, after 2019. Asterix. Yeah, asterix, yeah. Definitely. Piers, if you listen, listening. <laughs> um, uh, you know, the, Harry Brook is the one that misses out that because odd? of Ben Stokes, though. And he's it,
1: amazing. Yeah. Excitement so,
0: machine, yeah. Tough one there, but I, I mean, I'm excited about that squad. And if you're, you know, Matthew Mott, Australian coach, leads um, from the front there alongside Ben Stokes and Josh Butler, who will be the skipper. So, mm. Uh, It's a good side.
1: Um, We've we've just – Mark's just popped in there. August 31st is the first T20. I don't know when the ODIs take place. The other interesting one – so no Archer, He's still injured. But they bring in this kid, Gus Atkinson, who apparently – Bowls rapid. Yeah, 95 miles per hour. Yeah, I think he plays for Surrey.
0: um, And he's the kind of guy that he's tall and fast. And he's – He's really like for like in the sense of what Jofra would have done for this team. They'll pick him to have impact, or Mar- like Mark Wood does in the Ashes, for example. Yeah, bowl fast, threaten particularly in the subcontinent. And if you get a look at the bottom order, the tail, he's the kind of guy that will come on try and blast them
1: out. All right, let's look. Let's crystal ball it here. I love doing this. So let's go ahead to World Cup finals. Obviously, it's in the subcontinent. I want you to pick the two semi-finals, the four four teams to make the semis.
0: Oh, I'll go India, Pakistan, England, Australia. So New Zealand would miss out. New Zealand are very good at making the final. (laughs) Not so good at winning it. No. What about this text here? Is this the run home or the run out? Yawn from Lundy. Oh, don't listen to Lundy. Come on, Lundy. Lundy?
1: Hey, can I tell you a Nathan Ellis story that Lundy will hate? So (laughs) um, he was playing for um, Hobart. Yep. So does he still play for the Hurricanes? Yes, he, does, he does, doesn't he? So we interviewed him on our cricket show. Yes, Lundy, we've got a show. We had a show. And um, he was brilliant. Came in, funny, young guy. He's and then and then went through. So that was the summer season. Then in the winter season, we were doing our rugby league show, Barney and I. And we look over and <laughs> there's a guy sitting in the front row with a Sharks jersey on. <laughs> and we're like, that, that looks a lot like Nathan Ellis, the guy that's played a bit for Australia. Played, yeah. Sharks tragic. Yeah, and so then we went up to him. and We go, "What are you doing, mate?" oh so I, I rang up, got tickets. I just, I love footy. I was like, "Yeah, mate, we could have got you. Like, you just should have just emailed us and reached out." But he came and sat, sat in the front row. So he's one of the punters, mate. Yeah. Played,
0: I played great cricket with him, Mister oh, nice. George,
1: for years,
0: um, and he's just a mad sports fan. And he's one of those guys that's a good team guy. Um, you know, just plays for genuinely the love of cricket. Um, and he's you know the first to have a beer post match and. A a good lad, so...